Hello everybody, welcome back, welcome back to Quick on the Straits. This is episode 2. For this episode, we'll cover the new season, the new cars, some Formula 1 news. We will also cover the shakedown of the new cars. Right, let's get into it. This is the 2022 season. For those of you who didn't watch last season, well, you missed a big one. For the Team LH fans, well, I'm sorry. That was a painful one. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But as a consolation, Massey's gone. Well, the FIA announced that Massey is going to be relocated or reassigned to a different role and appointed two new race directors for this season. So hopefully we don't get the same debacle that we had last season with inconsistent application of the rules and stewards not being keen on the happenings on the track. Well, there are some stewards who shouldn't even show up ever again. Derek Warwick, I'm looking at you. Well, that's enough of last season. Moving to this season, we are on to the ground effect era of Formula One cars. Well, it's back again after 60 years of not using ground effect on cars. What ground effect means is that the vehicles generate all the downforce from underneath the car, from the floor of the car. So when another car is behind a leading car, it's not affected by the turbulence coming off the car as much as it used to before, as the old cars generated most of their downforce from the aerodynamics on the surface of the car. But now, most of the downforce is going to be generated from underneath the car. So theoretically, it's supposed to improve uh, racing and to improve how close people can follow each other on the track well let's wait and see but so far feedback from the drivers is good so it could be exciting to be honest the new cars look really nice i I think they look really really nice i love them they're very sculpted they're well they're really nice to look at right now i like it uh some liveries don't make any sense whatsoever well we have has with their issues at the moment. Uh, for those of you who don't know about Haas, uh, one of their title sponsors is the father of one of their drivers. Not naming names here, but the title sponsor is Russian and the driver is Russian and their color scheme is based off the Russian flag. So there you go. During the testing today the car rain uh, was running in white they took off all deliveries and just ran in plain white and we don't know if um, the driver will be coming back or what's going to happen with that well let's wait and see let's watch the space the alfa romeo is still running it's a camo livery for for the shakedown but it keeps breaking down so I don't know how good the car delivery is. <laughs> if the car keeps breaking down, what are you trying to hide if the car doesn't work? You know, if you're running on track the whole time and you have something to hide, well, good. Just get rid of the camo. Just run your actual livery and call it a day. 
And then we move on to the Afatori. The Afatori, I like their colors. They, they, they look nice, but uh, it leaves something to, yeah, it, it, it's missing something. There's something missing about the Afatori. It looks good. It looks nice. Um, it looked decent on track, but delivery is just, uh, meh. It's missing something. The Alpine, Plan, as many will call it, I like the blue. The blue is striking. Yeah. But since it's going to have the BTW sponsorship on it, and it's it's going to be running uh, the pink livery for the first two races of the season, uh, let's see how that blends in with the, with the blue on it, but uh, it won't be too bad, I guess. And the Red Bull is the Red Bull. Red Bull's livery didn't change much. It's still the same uh, dark blue and the red pouncing bull on the top. Yeah, that that looks fine. That I don't think it's um, I don't think there's much to it. It's it's Red Bull. They stayed consistent with whatever they kept doing. However, the car, the car itself, that car looks nice. They really went out on this one. They pushed they pushed the envelope on this one. The side pods are very tight. The whole car is very tight. Uh that's really Adrian Newey's uh packaging right there. The way he sculpts the car, it just looks like a nice sculpture of this car, but oh it can look nice, but is it quick? Maybe it is. They were sandbagging probably this this uh last few days. They didn't show their full hand. And that's what you get from testing. Not all teams show their full hand. They, they uh, just run to get in mileage to see if the car is uh, running well and not breaking down. And if they, the wind tunnel numbers are showing up on track, if there's coloration between what the wind tunnel is showing them and what they are actually picking up um, from the sensors on the track to see if, Everything adds up, basically. But nobody's running their actual 2022 car right now. Maybe the lower, the lower teams are probably running their 2022 cars, but I don't think Mercedes is running their 2022 car yet. I don't think Red Bull is or Ferrari. I believe they will be bringing some new update packages probably for in two weeks' time for the Bahrain test. Um, yeah, I think they're going to bring some packages then because after that you have the first race. So that's the chance you have to test your new package, your new liver, your new uh, upgrades, and maybe they can get on top of the issues they've had uh, these last few days with the purposing. And purposing basically is when the car bounces up and down on straight uh, due to the aerodynamics detaching, so when because of the ground effect, this is very common with ground effect cars. Because of the ground effect, the car goes as it goes down the straight, it's sucked down to the ground, but then it gets too low to the ground that it the aerodynamics between the car and the floor stall, then it pops back up, but then the aerodynamics again come back in effect on the top of the car, which pushes it back down. And it just happened so quickly, it looks 
like it's bouncing down the straight. You know, like those uh, pimped out rides that jump up and down as they go down the road. That's how it looks like down the streets. So they need to get that sorted because it's um, it's not healthy for the drivers uh, experiencing that at, at those speeds. And it's not good for the car either as it keeps bouncing off the track. You cause a lot of damage to the underflow doing that. So let's see what they come up with in two weeks' time. They're smart guys. They'll figure it out. Um, all right, let's look at the, let's talk about the Aston Martin. The Aston Martin green, I think they changed the green this year. It used to be a little bit like a darker green, but now they went to a little bit of lighter green, so it shows better on TV. Yeah, it, it's, it's popping. There's nothing really interesting on the car. It's just conventional. It just, well, it's, that, it's Aston Martin. And if they do well this year, they'll be good. I'm not sure where they ended last year. Probably in seventh. Yeah, probably seventh. So they got to shoot for at least fifth this year to be anywhere decent. The McLaren. The McLaren looks good. The McLaren looks really nice. It's, it has some innovations on it. It's very tight. It's a very tight package in the back as well. And um, it's running the Mercedes engine, so it should be quick. Um. From what I've heard, some of the rumors going around is that Mercedes was able to claw back most of the the engine loss from switching to the E10 fuel. So it, it should be better this year. It should be as quick as last year. But let's find out well once the season kicks off in earnest. And we'll know what's happening with everybody. Um, the Ferrari, the Ferrari, ooh, the Ferrari looks nice in the red, the red and black. I like it. I like it. And the way they did their sideboards with the, <laughs> the funny thing is the sideboards look like they, they weigh a lot more during a wet race. They look like Benson's on the side of the side of the car. They will have a lot more weight in there. And then during the dry races, they'll be a lot lighter. <laughs> <laughs> the sculpted side pods those are very creative I'm not sure how they come up with that idea but just thinking out of the box they're very creative very 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 tight sculpted side uh, side pods on the, on the Ferrari right there and the Mercedes the Mercedes looks tight but again I don't think this is the 2022 Mercedes they are running right now this looks like a car they designed with the first plans of these new rules. They probably came up with this like last year. But this car has probably changed since then and it's going to look different in two weeks' time. I believe that's what's going to happen. It's going to look different in two weeks' time. They should have stayed with the black. The black grew on me. I was used to the black Mercedes. It looked so aggressive. It looked so intimidating. Imagine the black Mercedes creeping up on you behind uh, you now with a few laps to go and this Mercedes keeps inching closer and closer and closer in its black livery. Oh, that looked really nice. The, but switching back to, I mean, they all, they've always been the, called the silver arrows. So switching back to the silver, uh, I guess it's uh, historically correct. But I, I, I like the black. The black they ran for the last two seasons was really good. They should have stayed with that. Um. Yeah. So the, the 
preseason testing was on the way this week. They uh, tested some of the cars. All the cars were there this week. Nobody showed up late. Williams, talking about you. Nobody showed up late this time. Everybody was there on time, and they tested the cars, gave them a good shakedown with the purposing, everybody, <laughs> all the cars jumping up and down the streets. Um, uh, some of the reports, the uh, the front runners looked decent on track. They looked solid. Nobody had any major issues. A uh, lot of mileage was run these last three days, and it looked good. It looked really good. So at the end of the first three days of testing this season, uh, the Mercedes has finished 1-2 with Lewis Hamilton doing a 119.138 and George Russell going at 119.233, just about a tenth slower. So they are probably running heavy fuel, so they didn't really show their hand. And then you have the two Red Bulls behind them. Uh, Sergio Perez on a 119.5 I6, Max Verstappen on 119.756. That's about six tenths slower than the Mercedes's. But again, take these times with a pinch of salt because nobody has really pushed their car yet. Nobody has really shown their hand yet on what their cars can do. Then you have the Aston Martin at a 119.82 with Sebastian Vettel. Then comes the Ferraris of Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. Uh, Charles was at a 119.831. Carlos with a 120.072. Not bad. They're very close. I'm not sure if Lance Stroll ran today. I don't think he did because most of the drivers are within a tenth or half a, a tenth and a half of each other in the same team. So it's supposed to be close. And then the Williams of Alex Albon with a 120.38.318. Um, Nicholas Latifi. With the in the Williams at a one twenty point six nine nine. Then comes the McLaren pair. As you can see, uh, the McLarens. Uh, we got. We have uh, Daniel Ricciardo at a one twenty point seven nine zero. And Lando Norris at a one twenty point eight two. That's about a tenth between between the two of those, but they looked really good. Uh, on track, the McLarens, they look very stable on track. They look very planted. They have a, a strong front end. I think that's something that Daniel likes a lot. Uh, he couldn't cope with last year's car. It had a weak front end. So maybe this year it will be better for him. And he can show what what he used to do with the Red Bull. Uh, then you have Fernando Alonso in the Alpine Air Plan. At uh, 121.242. Grand Yuzhu in the Alfa Romeo at 121.939. Pierre Gasly in the Alfa Tori at 122.469. 
Nakita Mazapan in the house at a 126.229. Again, we don't know if Nakita is coming back for the next test or what's happening with his seat, who's going to replace him. Um, there's speculations that it could be Nico Hockenberg, who's the reserve driver for Alfa Romeo right now, or one of the um, the young drivers at Alpine. Maybe Oscar Piastri could step in. And uh, But again, Haas will have to negotiate these contracts uh, to get these guys out of their contracts and uh, get them the cars. Or bring back uh, Roman Grosjean or Kevin Magnusson, but you have to take them to talk them out of their new careers right now. Roman in uh, IndyCar and um, Kevin Magnusson in sports car racing where they're doing really well, so I don't think they'll want to come back to be at the back of the field again. Um, and then lastly, we have uh, Valtteri Bottas in the Alfa Romeo at a 130.433. The Alphas didn't do much this, these last three days. They didn't really do much. So in total, they had about 51 laps. They broke down several times. They were very unreliable. But Everybody got some work in. Uh, they, uh, they, there were very many uh, red flags to today, the last day. The Alpine was smoking at some point. <laughs> it's funny. So a picture of the Alpine on, oh, with smoke and say, there goes the L plan. Alpine smoke. L plan on fire. But again, this is a checkdown. So we can't really trust the numbers right now. We don't know how much fuel everybody's running, how much uh, engine power everybody's running. Nobody's really pushing the cars to the max yet. But maybe in two weeks' time in, Bas- in um, Bahrain, we'll have a better picture. People bring uh, their new updates. They'll bring the new, the new cars. They'll run the engines a little bit harder. They'll probably be pushing a little harder too. Now that they got their reliability down, now they can concentrate on the lap times now they can push the cars a little harder to see you know, their pecking order to see what they can get out of them, see how the cars behave at the limit because they have not gotten to that yet. But exciting times ahead. Please check us out on Twitter at Quick on the Straits, Instagram at Quick on the Straits, and uh, on YouTube at Quick on the Straits. And our website is still a work in progress, but it's www.quickonthestraits.com. And on that note, I would like to wish you a great day. This has been Quick on the Streets podcast, brought to you by your host, Dr. Hex.